How did the Nike Cortez get its name? What if I told you it came from a moment of pure pettiness? I hope you're ready for a double history lesson in this first edition of Startup Pivots. Before we get to the Nike Cortez, let me set the stage for what this new content we want to bring to you. Startup Pivots is about amazing companies with stories you may or may not heard about before. We talk all the time about pivoting in your business, but I think if we share more examples from companies you know doing the same thing, then maybe it, we can ease the apprehension behind pivoting in your business, as we sometimes have to do Startup Nation. So let's get back to the task at hand, the Nike Cortez. Now, when you hear the word Nike, you're probably familiar with one of the most recognizable sports brands in the world probably ever air force ones air jordans come to mind right but in the late 1960s the name that preceded the nike brand was the blue ribbon sports company that's right this was an american shoe company started by phil knight before transitioning into nike with co-founder and his track and field coach at the university of oregon bill bowerman also the blue ribbon company was a partnership with the onasuka company out of japan so if you want to know more about that partnership and the phil knight story then i highly recommend that you read the book shoe dog by phil knight startup nation it's a good one it's a memoir but it reads like a novel but it has tons of business tips from the guy that built one of the most amazing sports brands in history like i mentioned before you will also get the sense of just how large than life bill bowerman was but i'm getting off task a bit Back to the story at hand. Now, Bill was set to design a running shoe that provided both comfort and durability. After years of designing and experimenting, he finally did it. I mean, he finally got it, right? And it was to be called the Mexico. This was to pay homage to the 1968 Summer Games that were being held in, well, Mexico. However, Phil, Bill, and the people back in Japan, Onisuka, decided that it would be best to rebrand the shoe name so it could be more appealing to customers, in particular, the runners that they were targeting. So they came up with the Aztec, right? Referencing the Aztec empire in Mexico. However, there was a slight problem. Rival company Adidas had already had a shoe called, well, the Aztec. And they was like, nah, fam, you don't have to shut that one down. So Bill, being Bill, thought about it for a while and he said, hey, who was that guy that whooped the Aztecs ass? Now my history buffs already know the answer to this, but those that don't know the answer, it's Hernan Cortez. Yep, Cortez, the Spanish conquistador from the 16th century. And there you have it. That is how the Nike Cortez got its name. Now in 1971, Phil and Bill split off from Onisuka completely to create their own line of shoes. Instead of just selling the Onisuka brand in the US to form Nike as we know it today and why it's called the Nike Cortez. Now, as you can imagine, there was a whole legal battle between Nike and Onisuka when Phil and Bill took the Cortez with them over to Nike. But I'll let you read Shoe Dog to find out more about that. All in all, Startup Nation, the Nike Cortez was not only a smash hit with runners, but it also found its way into pop culture. I know as a kid growing up in Memphis, many kids had many different pairs because they came in so many cool and unique color schemes. I think the coolest ones I saw was the Miami Hurricane orange and green scheme. And you can imagine these were a hot pair to get when the when that college football team was dominating in the late 80s and early 90s now i lived in the hood so they started to be referred to as gangster nikes is what we like to call them and that was due in large part because we used to see nwa support them in their videos look when you think about it the nike cortez has paved the way for all of the successes you see nike have today 
from the NFL partnerships to amazing ad campaigns, all of that was jump-started from that one simple pivot and a little bit of pettiness from a wily track coach. I hope you really enjoyed the first edition of Startup Pivots. We plan to bring more of these to you, or if you know of a great story you want us to tell it here on Startup Pivots, let us know. Be sure to check out all the amazing guests that we have on our core show, The Startup Life Podcast, and the great written content that we have on the Startup Blog at thestartuplifepodcast.com. Be sure to follow our club on Clubhouse, and if you like the information we are providing, be sure to subscribe to our Patreon for the ad-free experience and exclusive content there as well. Or if the spirit moves you, you can send a one-time donation to our cash app, dollar sign, the startup life pop. We would be so grateful and this would ensure that we keep giving you amazing content so that way you can grow your business. All of those links and notes are in the show notes. And as always, Startup Nation, if you have an idea, be about that life, the startup life.